0: Hello!
1: Welcome! You're listening to Chin Chin and we're talking about all things life love and everything in between that is worth raising a glass and toasting to.
0: We're your hosts Matt and Sophie and each episode we'd love you to join us for a drink wherever you are. We've got a lot to talk about. Chin Chin! This week we're talking about flings. From a one-night stand with a Spanish sex god to a summer romance you'd rather forget. We're talking about the triumphs, the feels and and all of the learnings we've encountered from our occasional boy toys. Chin chin. Hello, 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 how
1: are we? I'm good, how are you going?
0: I am wonderful, I'm still very, very excited that we're back I've been waiting for so long, and I just miss you way too much
1: I know, I have actually been missing the fact that, like, we haven't been able to do this regularly Like, life has just been so intense, and changing like, the last, you know, since season one, really, like Everything's just been a whirlwind So it's kind of nice to get back into the groove of podcasting again I know, I've it's so nice you.
0: to just have a chat And just, yeah, catch up, it's lovely Have a
1: couple of cheeky midweek drinks That's actually, you know, usually the intention I think you just wanted to see me Oh, look, you're a bonus mm-hmm. Like, you know, wouldn't we'll, we'll lock you out of the house We'll oh, give okay. you a gym. Well, that's good What <laughs> so have you, you been up to? We're at your apartment
0: You are at my apartment, so you can't really lock <laughs> me out But, you know, you can try I know What have you been up to?
1: Well, I mean... Honestly, I've kind of been like on cloud nine since we had our little holiday to the coast because I felt like that was a total reset. Like, um, obviously, as you guys know, like um, I'm working in tourism and like at the moment, it's still very tumultuous with border closures and things like that. So um, we were kind of. All encouraged to take leave. And so I kind of tried to make the most of it and have been doing as many coast getaways as I can. And I feel like it's been a total reset. So, like, I loved going away with you. It was heaps of fun. And it was like,
0: nice. It was chin chin on tour. We needed yes. a bit of a break, though. I feel like it's been a crazy year and it was just nice to get to the beach, go for some drinks, and just yeah, Do you be know away. like
1: I can't believe that was actually our first holiday away together. I know. Like, how crazy is that?
0: Yeah, that's not very, yeah, that's big shit.
1: Absolutely. Um, So when we were there, it was like Chaotic wind It wasn't beach weather at all So we were We had like a few good Like you know Hours of tanning there The day before And then on the second day We thought we had been robbed Didn't we when That we was really upsetting beach I, was. I hadn't been to the
0: beach in so long And <laughs> at Christmas Drew bought me a cool cabana Which For those of you who don't know Is just like a Kind of pop up beach tent That's meant to be very Very easy to put up But what we realised <laughs> is easy. For me It's not easy to put up And me in the wind <laughs> It's especially God, not I easy had to, to give put you up.
1: instructions. Remember? How bad was and that? And I was like, okay, you need more sand. Like, it's literally going to blow away.
0: <laughs> but then it ended up really badly, and I just ended up covered in sand. You were laughing and just telling me, put it away.
1: Yes, I was not having
0: a bar of the Kukwana. You weren't having a bar of it, I was no. done
1: with it. And I, look, it was literally chaotic wind. When we came back, so we had gone for this big beach walk and, like, went right up around the, bur- like, burly headlands. So we're at the Gold Coast. And so... As we came back around up the beach, the look on your face when you looked at me, like, our stuff's gone. Our stuff is gone. Like, it's all, like, the cool container is gone. Someone's stolen it. And I went, like, processing, like, surely no one's stolen it. Like, it's further up the beach. And you're like, no, it's right there. We were next to that, like, the beach structure. And then I thought, well, maybe it's blown over or something like that. Like, we can't see it. And then as we're getting closer... Could not see anything Like everything Looks like it was your gone Your bag was, I was gone like, Your
0: car keys were gone Our key
1: to the Airbnb My car I thought They probably just walked around Like buzzing the thing And like We are here Literally in our togs With nothing else Like this is the worst You were pretty calm, we
0: I'm such a panicker Whereas you were so calm
1: Well because I thought Well what the fuck Are we gonna do Like we're gonna have to go Like make a report And literally like Our like swimmers Yeah like, you were
0: practically s- Naked as well So <laughs>
1: I had bikinis on, yeah, bikinis on yeah. like you know, Numerous it was appropriate beachwear, but mm. it was it was literally like as we like approached, all of our stuff had just been decimated by the wind, and it was so <laughs> windy that it had completely blown over, and was you could hardly see it, it was completely covered in sand, like it was like.
0: It was like the Sahara Desert. It was was just covered.
1: It was like the whole dune had moved over our stuff. My cool cabana had like
0: snapped on the side. (laughs) It was like
1: bent in half. I was like, okay, this is why we don't put up like... A cabana.
0: Look, we tried. The best part of the holiday was we still got to go and have drinks by the beach and have a catch-up. So it doesn't matter. We were still fine.
1: I know. It was actually really great. It was a really great holiday. Just like go have some vino. So we, I mean, we definitely made the most of it. I would have liked some more beach time, but the wind was just not having a bar of us that day. That's right. We still have time. (laughs) We still have time. We still have time. (laughs) We still have time. We still have time.
0: What are we drinking today, Sov?
1: um so on today's drinks we are having a roku so we're on the gin train and you can probably hear it because i'm like drinking in my little glass I'm floating you've got around. numerous glasses over there as well i know i've got three going <laughs> um but i'm we're having a roku so i think the thing is like roku is such a nice fresh gin and actually something i realized today is like so roku in Japanese means six, right? Did you do Japanese? Yeah, the numeral six. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Did you do Japanese in school? I didn't know. Oh, We did it in primary school. So it was like kind of part of the curriculum. But Can you speak very much
0: Japanese or no?
1: Absolutely not. Like I was planning to go to Japan, obviously, before like we went on like, you know, a pandemic kind of situation. Not ideal. ideal. So everything got cancelled. So I haven't actually been to Japan yet. But um, Roku has the bottle you'll notice has six sides to it which is like named after the six botanicals that are used in the gin yeah so they have kind of two flavors botanicals for spring two for summer one for autumn and one for winter and if you actually look at the bottle it's so cool and like typical japanese style like the devils in the detail like they always do such Beautiful, kind of intrinsic designs. You'll actually see that they're all imprinted the different botanicals it is a on them. Bottle. So if you're drinking a Roku, check out the bottle because you know, as a designer, these are the little things I appreciate. All the details but count. A hundred percent. So hopefully, um, the next Roku I'll be having, or sake, we'll or be whatever Japan. delicious like Japanese drink I will have next, mm. will hopefully be in Japan. Fingers one crossed. day.
0: I think it's possible. the borders are meant to be opening, so we don't have very long.
1: <laughs> yes, November. Yeah, November. We'll see. Where
0: do you think you'll go first? You think you'll go to Japan first?
1: I actually don't think that Japan will happen first anymore. So my cousin and I, who were supposed to be going on this trip, I think we're actually going to kind of reroute to NZ because okay. I just a good idea. am That's still feeling sensible. a little bit apprehensive about doing a really, like, Big trip, like quite far away. Like Japan's reasonably close for to Australia, but New Zealand's literally a couple of hours. Um, and I feel like worst case scenario, if we got stuck there for a considerable amount of time, we would have a few people that we could reach out to. And I think that's how you kind of have to plan to travel these days. You have to kind of assume the worst case scenario that you could get stuck somewhere and We're make so sure that we can't. We look at us. Well, you got to make sure you <laughs> don't get like stranded no, because all these poor people all across the world are still stranded and how far into it are we like you know
0: yeah oh look new zealand's a good idea i feel like that would still and be a very fun i've been day.
1: ice skating so like i'm like we'll take my little ice skates and you know whip out a few hopefully better moves than what i've got now yeah. you know real life tony ago.
0: harding look at you
1: i am <laughs> tony harding eat your heart out doll
0: who knows where you're going to meet mr right if i feel like it could be in the most unexpected of places
1: i know maybe it could be new zealand actually
0: i think we should have a cheers
1: Yes, let's have a cheers. Here is to finding a fling or the real thing.
0: Oh, cheers to that.
1: Ooh. Is your mic on? Are you on?
0: Yeah, my mic's on. You up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <were>. up? <laughs> ding ding, bitch, it's me again. Ding ding, it's me. No, actually. So, all right, let's get into it. So, this week we're talking about a fling. So, fling a ling a ling. So, what do you reckon a fling is?
0: What do I think a fling is? I would say a fling is somewhere between being single and being in a very serious relationship. So not a one-night stand, but maybe someone that you sing a little bit more regularly, but still super casual.
1: So but what's the difference between then a fling and a booty call?
0: Um, I think you could still probably have a booty call if you're seeing someone in like a fling situation. But when you see someone like on a one-night stand, it's just it's there, it serves its purpose, it's done. But a fling is when you have a bit of a deeper connection with somebody where you kind of have similar interests, you want to be spending time with each other, but not necessarily looking to move forward in a relationship sense. What would you say?
1: I kind of agree with that. I think that there's two kinds of flings. Like there's the flings that you kind of have in your everyday life that are, like you said, they're not in the you don't want the emotional intensity that comes with a fully committed relationship. And I think sometimes the fling is that nice space where you have got great chemistry with somebody and you actually enjoy their the company to a point, but it, it's very light and joyful and you kind of don't take on each other's um, kind of support role. You tend to get that from other people in your life, friends, family, and other people that are significant to you. Whereas I think fling is, if it's a day-to-day kind of casual dating thing, I think you do see them Mm -hmm. semi-regularly. And what's
0: the other fling? You said there's two types of fling. Well, I think
1: the other fling is a holiday fling. So it's like somebody who actually... true, a holiday romance.
0: I didn't even think of that. A
1: holiday romance. That's true. Because I think the thing is with a fling that you've got with somebody who you're on a holiday, obviously when you're on a holiday, everybody's feeling their best selves, but (laughs) you can like meet somebody who actually potentially if you were both in the same place. Right
0: place, right time.
1: Yeah, then maybe it would actually eventuate into a relationship, but because of the logistics of things, you kind of go, it is what it is, this is a great period of time. We're
0: here for a good time, not a long time.
1: And then you kind of go, well, let's be real, this isn't sustainable long-term because maybe neither of you are going to move or it's just not going to happen beyond that moment. So I feel like there's two flings. That's true. I feel like the fling that probably... Everybody defaults more to is that first one, which is that that kind of in between. It's more than just a one night stand. There's a little bit more chemistry or connection there, um, but you're definitely, it's a a big cross hand for progressing into relationship.
0: Okay. What do you think now that you're single, what do you think you prefer? Like, do you prefer kind of the fleeting one night stand or do you prefer to have a bit more of a fling? So there's more of a connection there.
1: Absolutely not fleeting. When that's in, that's no, just I, not for you. I think I used to be able to kind of get on board with it a little bit more when I was younger because obviously, when you're younger, sex is still really, you know, you're trying new things, trying to sleep with different people, and, you know, it's much more kind of exciting and adventurous. And part of the excitement and thrill of it can be the kind of anticipation of going home with somebody. But for me, at this point in my life, Uh, A lot of the actual kind of chemistry and the things that kind of, I guess, get a sis going is (laughs) really like the banter and the lead up and that connection. And um, somebody to me can be 10 million times um, more attractive um, once I've gotten to know them and we've got that zinging kind of banter rather than somebody who I might – physically uh be initially more interested to, but turns out to be a bit of a himbo. And it's like, <laughs> What's a himbo? It's like a, you know, bit it's like a bimbo. So, it's the girl version, but it's a himbo. So it's like, you know. I've never
0: heard of that. All
1: muscles or but tall, no looking great jaw, no chat. There's just like a little bit. Just like the cast
0: f- of Geordie Shore. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: They all look I good, but like, no
1: chat. Yeah, I just feel that they And, you know, nothing on them. That's just obviously who they are. Like I'm helping a little himbo. But the thing is, like, it might not be what you're looking for. So for me, banter is really important. Just that kind of, that chemistry conversation. Like I'm a conversationalist, obviously. Like I run a goddamn podcast with you. Loves the chat. So loves the chat. But for me, that's a huge part of like courting and the lead up. And so for me, having a one-night stand, if you find somebody that you've got that kind of, energy with that can be so kind of zinging um, and then obviously you go home together and you sleep together and you've got great chemistry in the bedroom. Like, why would you not want to yeah, carry that? on not with gonna that continue. person? Because, that's not always easy to find. You can have amazing chemistry with somebody in the bedroom, but then not the great kind of chemistry with them in terms of a, you know, that light kind of social banter, um, and, and vice versa. So I think it's something that it's just really fun and exciting, adds value to your life, and I think it benefits both parties. Mm. So yeah. Okay, so I guess the thing is with a fling, though, um, because it can start really casually, and it can be one of those things that both parties enter to, you know, with optimism, and it's just all fun and games and rah rah rah. But what happens then when someone catches feels? Have oh, you ever it been can in that be situation.
0: Yeah, I've been in that situation a few times, and I think that.
1: Did you catch the feelings, or did you get them?
0: Oh, I think. Different in different situations. But when I was single, there was times when I was in kind of, I guess, a fling situation where I saw this guy on and off for quite a long time. And we had a really, really good connection. We had good chemistry. We had similar interests, like everything kind of worked. But I knew deep down that he wasn't my person. Yeah. So it was tricky because I did have feelings there to some level and he had feelings there as well, but I think we just weren't ever really on the same page. So it was a bit tricky to navigate and think what's going to happen next or how is this going to evolve or how is this all going to fall apart?
1: It can be really hard, I think, when you tick so many of the boxes um, and there is a lot of good in that relationship. And I think sometimes it can draw it out to be, almost kind of like an unofficial relationship. So you do kind of a little bit more of that support kind of stuff does creep in a little bit, but it's not 100% there. You don't still feel that you can rely on that person, but they do become significant to you in your life for a period of time because you do care about them.
0: And you invest your time and energy into them. And I think I think probably in this particular situation, I was probably a little bit more invested um, just because it was a bit more of a vulnerable stage when I – had recently become single, I'd met somebody new that we did have a really good connection, but it never really went anywhere, probably more from their their side than mine. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bit tricky and a bit confusing, I guess, to be in that situation where there's not open communication about where you're at.
1: Yeah, I think also there – look, I think the thing is with dating in any capacity, you spend so much of your time just feeling like an idiot.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: I just feel like you put yourself out there so often and take these risks or just say, hey, I'm into this or do things where you just – You put yourself out there to be vulnerable because at the end of the day, that's the only way you're really gonna connect with people, see if they're on the same page. But with that can come rejection or, you know, going, Hey, I actually I am catching feelings and I'm into this and you know, look, maybe we don't have everything worked out, but maybe there actually could be legs for a relationship here, or even when you're in the earlier stages where you're seeing somebody and it's, you know, you've had amazing chemistry with somebody and then you're wanting to see them again but you're not sure if it's just for them somebody that you kind of added to the list of people that they'll hit up if they're you know wanting to have a you know late night rendezvous or you know so do you think it's important or a flank so yeah so do
0: you think it's important to maybe have the chat or initiate that conversation to make it clear where you both stand
1: i think having the chat and being really kind of upfront too soon can almost make it awkward. I think Too it intense. Is, I think it can come across too intense and I think it can also be assuming. I think sometimes having the chat, unless you're somebody who is very, very charming or has a, a really high emotional intelligence, I think if you just bring the chat in too soon, you kind of, it can go one of two ways. First way, I think you can just assume that the other person is on the same page as you or is either wanting a relationship. If you're not you're going, Hey, look, not looking for a relationship. I think that can sometimes um, be hurtful to the other person or make them feel silly. And I don't think that that's necessarily needed. And then the other way that I think it can also go is that if you have the chat and you can go, Hey, like I'm really into you. I'm really into this. Um, and it can scare the other person off. I think the thing is, with any relationship, it's all about those little nuances. And that's the thing, like it's complicated. It's there's no rule book for dating and there's no rule book for connecting with people because everyone's different. Everybody's looking for different things and everybody has different expectations. So
0: Expectations is a massive thing, I think, in these kind yeah, of situations. And I
1: think part of that whole process is realizing if you're aligned and that's only going to happen I think if you do put yourself out there and be a little bit vulnerable and make yourself sometimes feel a bit silly or um you know kind of you have to it's your only way and I, and it's uncomfortable nobody wants to feel like an idiot like I've even more recently kind of
0: you've been in that situation been in
1: that situation where I had met somebody that um, made me feel really comfortable and I was really, I was scared to date again. Like I didn't know how I would feel about dating after a really long and significant relationship and having, having a really lovely split from my partner where there was no bad blood, there was nothing toxic or, you know, because I think the thing is with a lot of people when they have a really bad breakup, which is not what I experienced is, um, that mentality of, you just have to have sex with somebody and get, uh, to get over it. and go straight the rebound. And, and that's just go straight into the rebound. And for me, I didn't have that experience of feeling like I needed to just go out and sleep with people at all. Like it was the opposite. I just kind of actually felt that I needed to spend time figuring out what I want my life to look like and what I want and realigning my own goals and stuff like that. But, you know, in the process I met this person who through a friend and – Um, made me feel really comfortable and really sexy and desired. And it was really like a really positive experience I had with this person. It was really like good chemistry and and it was all really positive, right? And the thing is, though, you know, it was kind of just – unexpected. And I think that's why it was a no pressure situation. And then as it kind of had gone on and we never really saw each other regularly, it was very sporadic, but we saw each other on a few occasions. And I did kind of feel that the interest was waning, um, you know, towards the end of, of seeing them. And I wasn't exactly sure why. And I think also going through the process of, you know, you know, having slept with, this one person, it's like, for me, it was kind of, it was always going to be imbalanced, right? Because I hadn't slept with anybody else for five years and had been in this really amazing supportive relationship. And, you know, then had come into this scenario where I was with somebody else and they, I felt really comfortable and I felt really sexy and that was great. So it was all really positive experience, but then it's also like, Of course, I'm going to feel more vulnerable because for me, it's a much more big deal than probably it was for that person who I don't know what their dating situation was like, if how long they had been out of a relationship or how many other people they had seen just before me or whilst seeing me, I have yeah. no idea. So and there's I, that little bit I of an imbalance ask.
0: as well, yeah. I think. And that's the difference, I guess, when you're single or like you go from being in a relationship to being single, there's all these complexities involved with that. So yeah, when you go into somebody based. new, yeah. it's just a bit more complicated.
1: A hundred percent. And the thing is too, like, like if I had said to this person early on, but like, can you imagine if after, because I didn't know, I had no, I had no expectations going this. I honestly didn't even think I was going to pursue this on the first night because I was really worried that I wasn't going to be ready to have that experience. And I would get really upset, like from not being with Sam anymore. So I honestly was, I was really nervous, but this person made me feel really comfortable to the point where then I was like, okay, I feel like this is like a, a, a comfortable thing. I'm personally comfortable with. And the thing is, though, then when you have a really positive experience it's all really amazing, then of course you're going to want to re-engage with that and, like, have that experience again. But it's just then, like, I don't know, he potentially was seeing somebody else at the same time or just was, like, it was not as significant for him because... He's just living his life and, it, yeah, just and it, just, so,
0: yeah, it just ends up being added pressure onto a situation. And it's like what we said before in a fling or in something where you're dating somebody a little bit more casually, it's tricky because you want it to be fun. You want it to be exciting. You want to feel comfortable and have the connection, mm-hmm. but you also want all of that positivity as well. So you're Can not you, necessarily relying on that exactly. person for anything other than no,
1: just, just hanging good times. out. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And the thing is like, I definitely look, I think probably I, I'm definitely not looking for a relationship at this point in my life. I just really want to be present within myself. You want to be open to meeting goals. people as well. But I also just wanted to have somebody that, like, I could have this something that, really, like, adds joy and, like, good times to your life and you have fun with and it's just, like, you know, lighthearted, silliness, whatever. But, like... It would have been so weird. Can you imagine if I was like, "Hey, look, just want to have the chat. Um, I know we just like met like not long ago, but just wanted to ask. You know, are you sleeping with other people? Blah 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 blah." For me, in this particular scenario, that would have felt way too intense. No, and, and I, I hundred percent
0: understand that
1: person or most people would run for the hills. And be like, yeah. "Oh, lady, like this is a lot." Yeah, so, no, I guess
0: why I asked was maybe if you're seeing somebody a little bit more long-term, but it's not leading to that next stage where you kind of uh, get into yeah. a relationship. So for I
1: people- I think in that like, yeah, if you're- a Yeah, few, later like, stages. Months and you're seeing each other regularly, whereas it was very sporadic. Like, exactly, yeah. So us. I
0: think, yeah, every situation is different and it's just important, I guess, to just be open to all of these new experiences and not put too much pressure on yourself or put too much pressure onto other people either. Like I've been in situations where- I've casually dated people where I've known almost straight away that it's not going to lead anyway.
1: So in that instance, so this is what I guess then this is the other scenario. So we're talking about having the conversation right at the beginning where it's mm-hmm. like, for me personally, I think would be a bit weird, like um, just in my own opinion. But yeah. for you did you feel like almost that you got to a point where you felt obligated to have that conversation because you could see that that person was getting more infested or at what point do you have to go, okay, I'm going to have to maybe do a little bit of like hurting feelings or um, making people feel a little bit uncomfortable or tell them what they don't want to hear, which is, Hey, this isn't going anywhere for the preservation of their time so that you don't want to be a time waster either. Cause it's a balance, right?
0: Yeah. I think Like you said before, it's all situational. So it depends on what's going on in that specific relationship. And of course, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but it really depends on your relationship with them. Do you want to continue a friendship with them afterwards or do you want it to progress to a relationship? And when you decide which one of those it is, you can kind of decide your approach. So for me, I was seeing two guys at once, which is terrible. But both of them knew that it wasn't an exclusive relationship. So I was dating both of them casually. Um, We'd never had that conversation to say, I'm exclusively seeing you or, you know, this is what I'm doing. At the time I wasn't working, so I was able to, you know, have a lot of free time. But (laughs) (laughs) it sounds awful. I love that. But no, I think it's just one of those situations where (laughs) I knew probably – a month into one of them that it wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Both of them were lovely guys, but I knew that it was kind of more of a friendship level and it wasn't really going to lead to anything else, but it was just fun. So did you
1: just have like really fire chemistry? Yeah. We just had like a
0: really good connection. We had good conversations um, and we liked similar things. And I think I was just very open to dating. So So
1: this is somebody when you say that it wasn't going to go anywhere, like you couldn't see yourself with them like ultimately or even in a relationship.
0: Oh, I guess I never really go into any situation thinking I'm ultimately going to be with you. I think I look when I'm dating somebody, if it's going to be a relationship or not, because it's very different casually seeing somebody where you're going for dinner or drinks or there's no pressure. You're not hearing each other's deepest, darkest stuff. Yeah. I think I could sort of potentially bridge the gap to think, oh, yeah, actually, this is really nice. I could see us being a little bit more serious but in that situation it definitely wasn't going anywhere so i did have to have the chat with them and i always try and be very respectful and direct when i'm saying how i'm feeling um but unfortunately people are going to get upset either way because if other people are more invested than you it turns the situation very complex
1: so let's have a toast to keeping it casual
0: perfect unless it's with someone <laughs> like drew you know <laughs>
1: chin chin chin, chin. Thanks so much for joining us this week. As always, we've loved chatting, sharing some insight and toasting to another episode. Please subscribe to Chin Chin, however you get your podcasts and follow us on social media to keep up with our adventures. You can find us at Chin Chin Chats on Instagram and Facebook and we'd love to hear from you and what you've been toasting to. Bye for now.